Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the ANN After Show. I'm Anime News Network Executive Editor Lindsay Loveridge. And with me is Jackie Jing from our social media slash video team. And Mr. AJ Cosplay, who I can officially say is an ANN reviewer now. I think. Ooh. Right, oh yeah, that is that is true. I guess I am at this point. Yeah, for girlfriend, girlfriend, oh. official yeah. girlfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, she's having a great time. You can so tell. So proud. <laughs> it is, is it so bad. It's. I had reservations about it, but I'm warming up to it more as the show goes on. It. It had a lot of weird funny? stuff. It's it's funny. it's funny. Like the last episode, <laughs> oh. I think was my favorite. Um. So yeah, look forward to that um, <laughs> but uh, thank you again for the opportunity and he and, also um, creates video content for us does mm -hmm. video editing for us and he'll be reviewing Ethan zero for us when that drops on netflix which i think he's a little more that i'm about. looking forward he's to more yes. excited about that one see i don't just torture everyone who works yes here. like sometimes no. i let them do things no no like. no <laughs> Lindsay is if not a beloved a benevolent leader i do Aww. my best oh, thanks guys we love you yay yeah. well um from a personal person, my brother got married over the weekend. I just wanted to share that. Ooh, yeah, all those pictures. Congrats. Yeah, so I just like, yay. it's been really, really hot here and I've just been go, go, going. But yesterday, well, my brother finally got married. So yay, congrats, Andrew. Yay. If you ever listen to my podcast, uh, congrats to you and Lexi. Um, so before we get started on uh, this, this week's episode of My Hero Academia, I just want to remind everyone to please subscribe to our newsletter at www.animenewsnetwork.com slash newsletter. Lord Orsini puts that together for us every Sunday. It's got our top headlines, news you need to know from the anime world. And I also want to give a shout out to Kaimono Merch. Uh, they have all of our great merchandise, great t-shirts. You don't want to check it out over there. Maybe pick yourself something up before heading over to Anime NYC in November. If anyone's going to be there, you know, give you a shout out, give me a shout out, say hi. Um, but yeah, this week we're dealing with the continuation of the family drama that started last week with uh, the Todoroki family as Endeavor, uh, Shoto, Bakugo head into battle against a rando villain that showed up and kidnapped Natsu. But AJ is going to tell us more about that. So I'm going to turn it over to AJ. Yes, thank you, Lindsay. And uh, yeah, so this episode pretty much is the follow-up and conclusion to a lot of uncomfortable uh, family drama that we always sort of knew about, but now it's very much like the content of the episode uh, regarding the Todoroki family household, where uh, Shota, I have to use their first names now, yeah. uh, Shoto's oldest sister uh, thought it would be a good idea to have you know endeavor and uh, shoto's friends over be like oh you know maybe we can actually be like a family like because mom's also getting better shoto's making friends you're obviously trying to do something and we can uh and we can be a family again and that went south very quickly um i think we all identified a little bit with uh deku uh, uh, deku and bakugo who were like stuck in the middle of everything um you have shoto's oldest sister who just wants to kind of keep the families together you have endeavor who's 
we have a lot of theories about what's going on in his head, and I can't wait to hear more of them today. <laughs> and we've got um, Natsu, Shoto's old, other oldest uh, sibling, who's very much on the path of, uh, no, I'm not going to forgive you because you were not only uh, responsible for why I never saw my little brother again, but also imply that he's responsible for why their oldest, their first, uh, the first Todoroki sibling uh, died which it was confirmed in this episode happened after Todoroki scarred his face and contributed to why their mother is in the hospital, contributed yeah. to the psychotic break that she seemed to have. Yeah, we were a little confused on the timeline there when we were talking last week about like how the events played out, but right. this finally gave us a confirmation of like, it was kind of bang, 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 like something, you know, the mother had the psychotic break that um, permanently scarred Shoto, and that was almost immediately followed by the death of Toya. Yes, who um, died at a very young age, probably around middle school. And we don't know exactly how he died, but uh, Natsuo and even to an extent Endeavor does blame himself for, for what happened, even though we don't fully know what did. And yes, a lot of awkward family tension that Bakugo did not was not quiet about at all. They um, ruined the flavor of the food with their um, yelling and their specifically the mapo tofu, yes. which oh there is a there is a little thing here where he like asks for the recipe as they're leaving, which I thought asks, was very cute. Or demands demanded the way like Man, you better give me the recipe, me the recipe for that mapo tofu. tofu. <laughs> That's Bakugo being polite. So <laughs> yeah, but um, during, during this whole exchange, which we also find out. Um, Natsuo and I think Endeavor overheard uh, Deku digging a little bit into uh, Shoto's responses and demeanor. He's like, I think you're you're waiting for the right opportunity for, to forgive your father. I think you've already kind of made peace with all the stuff that he's done, and now you're just waiting for him to like prove him, like prove himself, basically. You, but you you're on the path of doing that because at the end of the day, you're a kind person. And uh, that was, yeah. But unbeknownst to uh, everybody, while this is going on, just before Natsu leaves, I think he's about to go meet up with his girlfriend or something. A villain named Ending, who just recently got out of jail, immediately goes to Endeavor's uh, house, jacks himself up with that quirk-enhancing drug from last season, and Okay, you ever you ever heard the term murder soulmates? No, no. I'm kind of should I? I, I, I yeah. heard I don't think it's like a literary term or anything, but I've heard people describe that for some shows like uh Transformers, where it's like Megatron, uh like the, where the villain needs the hero to be the only one who can kill him. Oh, like Joker of, Batman situation. Exactly. Like okay. the, he'll be the only per person that like can ever like Kill catch me, me put me down and you have this guy who i didn't know what his quirk was when reading the manga turns out it's a very specific quirk where he can, where he can only he can control the paint specifically used on like roads and stuff we've heard weirder quirks like True. that didn't even phase me it really didn't i was like okay. it's just okay. so specific it's very specific. Oh, well, what about think... the tape guy and the navel, like, dude? Those are so weirdly specific, too. Yeah, shooting true, right out of your belly button. True, but I wonder how you discovered this power. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
How, how do you feel, how do you wake up one day and be like, I can control the specific paints they use on you know the roads? He was driving and there was a ton of traffic, and he was just like, like I just wish this would yeah. move over add, and then add another would, lane to the freeways. And of. I'm low-key thinking this is like the best ability ever living out in LA here, but yeah. yeah. I, I honestly got thought they were bandages or something. I, th I thought they yeah. were I thought it was like a sort of like a mummy type type, yeah, deal, right. And then they uh, they mentioned the paint, and I was like, maybe he comes from a long line of paint wielders. Like his dad could control, I don't know, red or something. And it's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't Ryan know. Jones, I bring up the manga as like a comparison for what happens in the anime. We don't talk about anything that goes past this in terms of spoilers or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I make little comparisons here and there, and give a bit of feedback on my uh, my feelings when I read the manga. Um, but uh, maybe it's not the road paint. Maybe he so discovered. What did his... he? What did he get boosted to? Like I was like, oh okay, he um, could do that, and now it's like okay. now he can control more paint lines, maybe more paint at once. Or... So now it's yellow paint, not just white paint. Oh, yes. there it is. It's, it's all no kind of paint. No, it's it's just a um, <laughs> it's just an excuse so that he can move faster and like I guess control more. Um, more strands all over the place he he kidnaps natsuo and basically um tries to antagonize endeavor specifically so he gets mad enough to kill him yeah he's kind of trying to do like a death by cop situation by holding his son yeah hostage exactly because yeah. he's got this weird fetishization with like he's so bright and menacing he can only be the one to kill me yeah kind of thing it's kind sort of, of like i thought he was gonna like purify him with his fire rage or something like it's yeah. like some sort of weird baptism symbolic symbolism kind of like going on it was really it was really weird it was but really it was weird. weird because he wanted him to kill him but like it was like he admired him, but then it was also like he wanted to undermine him and 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 force him to do something like super evil that would I, I don't know. It was kind of confusing concept to me because it was like if he like respected and honored him, it would just be like do that from afar, you know what I mean, or or whatever, yeah. or like serve him. But then it was like the fact that he wanted him. I felt like it was to undermine him in some way. I don't know. That's that's how but, I felt about it. No, like, that it is was, also another way of looking at it because he yeah. did specifically say that. Uh, heroes can't kill villains outside of extenuating circumstances. And he wanted to like make this grand, you know, number one, number two here. I'm not sure. It looked like it when he first started idolizing him, he was number two because he didn't yeah. have the scar. So like whatever, like he wanted to like bring him down a peg or something, like make his death a way to like make Endeavor not as great or something. That was how I, I saw it. But it was weird because he was also like, honoring him and being like i admire you so i was kind of like what is going on it, with this guy it, it's a it's a twisted sense yeah. of admiration I, yeah. I i kind of saw it similar to how um a lot of idol fans and stuff like that go a little bit too far with their admiration sure. to the point of stuff like self-harm um it's because endeavor did uh put him away while he was like number two mm -hmm. and i guess I guess he's like, oh, well, if that, if whatever the hell I did wasn't enough for you to kill me, I'll just kidnap your son and just constantly antagonize you. Cause, cause I do think you're right to an extent, Jackie. It is a little bit of bringing Endeavor down to a certain level because Endeavor is 
hesitating. He's not being completely uh, trigger happy like he used to be before. He's specifically caring about his son and everything. And this guy is crying. Like, no, like you're you're not as bright or fierce as you were before. You, you've changed, basically. You know what's um, interesting? Lost Thief said he had a sense that Endeavor was ruthless enough to kill him as opposed to the other heroes. So maybe he saw like almost in a way, a sense of evil in Endeavor. And he wanted to see if Endeavor would cross that line. And it was very important for him to see him cross that line maybe. Um, And to be honest, I thought, I I think old school Endeavor would have just like roasted that dude. (laughs) So I was kind of like, what's going to go down here? You know what I mean? Like I was, I was nervous. Um, but I'll let you get into all that and we can definitely dissect that later because that's, no, that's going to be a whole other talking point. I do agree. It is actually kind of interesting and why I think it acts as a pretty good conclusion to this uh, to this arc of family drama. But yes, so since Endeavor is hesitating and doesn't really know how to get close without potentially harming his son, um, we get the payoff of Bakugo, Deku, and Todoroki uh, not only getting the jump on Endeavor because remember, they're like, we're going we're gonna to move faster than you we're going to surpass you a little little bit of finicky with those rules right there but but we'll give it to them even endeavor kind of gives it to them and uh they put into practice the stuff that they learned you have bakugo concentrate on uh on his explosion you have bakugo and todoroki concentrate on their explosion powers and you have deku uh finally kind of properly make use of black whip um to save a bunch of people a bunch of cars that get knocked up into the air. So parallel processing, it all seemed to work. And at the end of the day, uh, Todoroki was Still with cars. Still Still with cars. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, yes. See? Foreshadowing. Um, And you have Todoroki basically putting the finishing blow on, uh, on ending. And he's just crying the entire time because he's so disappointed. But once all is said and done, Endeavor goes over and embraces Natsuo and not so he even this is where it gets a little bit um emotional he he basically says i hesitated because i was he basically says i was scared not only was i scared of losing you but i was also scared of saving you and what kind of came after that uh because you said you don't you don't want anything to do with me you don't want to talk to me you'll never forgive me uh and not so even says he's like yeah i'll never forgive you because i'm like shoto i'm not as i'm not nice like him I'm not as kind. He's also like 20 years old. I was like, okay. Yes. A couple years. But I mean, Shoto is definitely different than him. And they definitely process their trauma a lot differently, Mm -hmm. which again can be another talking point. I'll let AJ get through it. Yes. Um, And he's an endeavor basically says, okay, I don't, I don't want your forgiveness. I don't deserve your forgiveness. I just want to atone and make up for what I did. What you do with that is your choice. And he ends up going back to uh, the house with Natsu. And he says, he tells his oldest daughter, it's like, hey, I know you're trying to make this house a family house. You're trying to make it something that mom can, your mother can be proud to come back to because she's getting discharged soon. Um, But I don't think this is a place. I don't think this is a home. I'm going to make a, I'm going to build, I'm going to have a separate building built specifically so you guys can go and be a family and you can welcome her there and he starts recounting the dream he had in the last episode where he he dreams of his family having dinner they're all happy and smiling and he's not there and i 
I think that's sort of reconciliation that maybe I'm not supposed to be. So and, before you go to the next point, like I kind of felt like an asshole when mm -hmm. that came up because last episode we talked about that dream and he was talking about, oh, I have this dream of my family. They're all enjoying dinner together and they're laughing and stuff. And I chimed in and was like, yeah, did you notice you're never there? Because, and they're all having a great time because you're specifically not there. And then he came to that conclusion. I know. Episode, and he's like, the reason that they're able to have that is because I'm not there. And I'm just like, well, there goes my, uh, my, like, yeah, sarcastic kind of me. There goes my mean joke. Um, it was kind of more on the ball than I thought it was because I never actually thought that they would follow up with it. Well, I didn't, I didn't think he would come to the conclusion that he did. I thought that it was sure. going to try and work into mending everything back together perfectly. I didn't think that he would actually come to the same conclusion that I did after seeing the dream there. And he did. Um, and he and said that this, I'm going to stay here. Like, basically this is where I'm, I'm the only, like, this place is a place of trauma, basically. And I'm the only one that should stay here. Yeah. Um, like, he's Ugh. he's trying to atone by being like, God, there's so much to unpack in, like, that final third, that whole yes. speech. Especially since... so many points, yeah. <laughs> we did joke a bit about this last time, and I kind of kept my mouth shut because I wanted to see specifically how they would animate the payoff and how you guys would react to it. It's, it's a case of... I here, here's a good question. Do you feel bad for Endeavor coming to this conclusion? So, all right, that's a that's a really good like way to actually I think to open it up. So, mm -hmm. starting back to the the final confrontation with ending and when he um at first when he didn't uh personally save Natsuo, um I was like, "Oh my god, he choked." That was my first reaction was like, "He choked." Um but then when he speaks to Natsuo and he tells him, like, I didn't want you to resent me for saving you. I was like, OK, that's actually thinking pretty, pretty considerate for Natsuo's feelings, because I assume that his take was like this. My son hates me. He hates me for what I've done to him and to this family. And if I save him, he's going to feel like he owes me something and he already hates me. So that's just going to deepen that level of resentment because now he'll feel like he owes his life to the person he hates the most, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why he he's stalled. And fortunately, you know, Bakugo saved him from getting hit by a goddamn train. Um, that was like, that was pretty intense there. Baku and uh, kudos to Bakugo for saving the person instead of going after the villain like he typically would. You know, that was one of the things they were trying to, like, teach him uh, through his training or whatnot yeah. is, mm -hmm. hey, you need to, like, it's not always about going after the bad guy. The priority is saving human life. And he showed that there by saving Natsuo. Mm -hmm. No matter how mad he was about how crappy that dinner went, you know. Um, and Deku was able to to pull off Black Whip and everything. And then once Natsuo saved, you know, they had that that heart to heart there in front of a whole crowd in the middle of the street. I did laugh a little bit when the car started honking. I thought... But, <laughs> But I was also impressed with the show because I thought they were going to use that as an excuse to like cut away and still not deal with like the emotional issue at hand. I thought they were going to do the cars honking and be like, oh, we better get out of the road. And this is another conversation for later and leave it there. But they didn't. They, you know, they were like, fuck you, take a left turn or something. We're having a moment. And so they continued to have their moment. Um, I was able to feel some level of 
um, tenderness towards Endeavor in this last third, which is a lot coming from me because I've been number one Endeavor as an idiot uh, proponent on the show, I think, you know, like mm -hmm. I, um, so that did him showing like that level of thought towards, you know, the rest of his family. I mean, not so just laid it out there for him. Like, he's like, I want to atone. He's like, what can you do? And I was like, that was, I felt like that was a genuine follow-up too. Here's the man saying like, I don't expect you to forgive me. I want to atone. And anyone who's probably experienced some level of, of familial trauma or hurt like that, it's a natural reaction to be like, what are you going to do? My brother's dead. You can't ever bring him back. You can't ever bring him back. You can't ever change, you know, that mom went in the hospital. You can't remove the scar off a of Shoto. So you say you want to atone, but is there any, like, is there atonement for this? And, um, I mean, there is in a sense, and I feel like it's, it is the, the conclusion that Endeavor came to the atonement for when you've done something that has caused that level of pain and stuff is to, is to leave, not, not abandon like he did before, but mm -hmm. to say like, I've hurt all of you. And, you know, I'm honestly like, I'm a trigger for, for Natsuo, just him seeing me, you know, causes him distress. The mother's raised state when she comes back into the house for her to have the healthiest environment without being re-traumatized in any kind of way. Um, Cause that lady's gotta have PTSD. Like there's no way she's coming back into a house where she was battered and watched like her children be abused and, and where she scarred her own son and where she scarred her own son and is going to just be able to be like, well, I'm over all of that. That's not, that's not how that works. And so for him to say like, I'm going to build you a, a new house. So you don't, you know, the layout is different. The rooms are different. You don't have those same environmental things that might trigger something. And I am not there to trigger you either. I feel like that's honestly like the best thing he could do. So like really, really good points brought up by Lindsay, by the way. But um, for me, when it comes to, um, do you feel bad for Endeavor? Not going to lie. I kind of feel like I was in that camp way before both of you were um, and not and understandably because like y'all like a lot of people hate Endeavor. Y'all weren't alone in that camp. If anything, I was kind of alone in the camp of feeling bad for him. Right. Um, but for me, like one thing I have learned through life is when someone causes pain, it's because they're in pain. And so I knew something was going on much deeper with Endeavor than I don't know if we'll ever know. Like we won't ever really know. Like what was his past? Like what trauma has he incurred? I mean, like we already know this, this anime has so many characters. Like I, like if they went off on like an Endeavor past, you know, arc, I mean, like, I just don't know if it'll ever be addressed, but um, for me, I mean, he did atrocious things, but I was always like, what happened to him to turn him into this person? And I don't know if it was like, I felt bad for him, but I just, I knew in, for me, I was like, something really bad happened to him and we don't know what it is. Um, I undoubtedly felt bad for him after seeing this episode. Uh, I, I mean, Lindsay's already touched on a lot of this, but definitely 
very human moment for Endeavor watching his son. And and for, can you imagine? I mean, like, I don't want anyone to imagine this because it's like <laughs> horrific to imagine. But as a parent, you know, and seeing your child, you know, potentially going to be killed. And then if you're a bad parent and you really are trying to, you know, get on good terms with this person and like, and you freeze up when you should have been the one to sweep him up and take him in your arms and just hold him. Like, it's like that kind of gutted me a little bit, you know? Um, but then we add this layer to what it really was an amazing episode of, you know, he was like, oh, I, I messed up again. Like I froze up, you know? And then he's like in front of all of these people, like Lindsay was saying, and he's like, well, like I'm not running away anymore. Like, and we've heard Endeavor, repeatedly avoid like you, we all know like different attachment theories and you know different personality types he's definitely an avoidant you know what i mean like doesn't address things and just hopes that they'll blow over and so like i was really shocked to see him like immediately address what was going on and him being like i didn't jump into action because i thought you were going to you know what i mean like not love me anymore like i wasn't going to be able to redeem myself in any way like i was like whoa okay like endeavor this is <laughs> i i was shocked to see like endeavor taking progress uh, huge <laughs> progress huge progress and i think like we've seen him, we've seen progress in endeavor but this was like the first time he wasn't being an avoidant like we've seen him at the dinners we've seen him in situations with shoto like it's always been like avoidant behavior so for him to be like with natsuo and just being like up actually apologizing mm -hmm. you know what i mean and, and like giving what i thought was like a pretty heartfelt apology i mean he said like i ran away leaving you with responsibility um you know what i mean and he's like i basically killed toya yeah like for someone to articulate that, like that was that was super heavy for me. And I definitely felt really bad for him at that point. Um, and then I think that all of us, you know, we're we're all human, right? And I know for a fact, well, like, yeah, I mean Lindsay me. is a cyborg. <laughs> She's actually like part mecha. No, I'm kidding. And I'm um, a demon from house. So okay, so there you go. Okay, never mind. I'm the human one here <laughs> with the cat ears, I guess. But um, but yeah, like you know, Natsuo reacted emotionally. Like he wasn't like, thank you so much for being compassionate and like in this very vulnerable and crazy moment. You know what I mean? Like instead he just fired off and was pissed off. And he was just like, no. And said something that was really hurtful. Like he wasn't like, Hey dad, like, you know, Bakugo has his moments where like, he'll just under his breath be like, well, thanks, but F you, you know what I mean? It was like, Natsuo wasn't like, thank you. He wasn't like under the, like under his breath being like, you know, th thanks for trying to come out and save me. He was like, no, never going to forgive you. I'm not like Shoto. Like I pretty much like, I hate you to your face. You know what I mean? And I was just like, man, for someone to be vulnerable and to be shut down like that is very, very hard. You know, like, mm -hmm. I think that we all know that when we're vulnerable, we're hoping someone will just take us in their arms and hold us. You know what I mean? Like, and so for Endeavor to be for the first time showing vulnerability and instead to be kind of punched in the face back. Like I low key wasn't really sure how he was going to react. And then when he reacted with more compassion, honestly, my heart like sank even more. Like I was just like, he was, you know, he says, um, you know, you're not, maybe you're not like Shoto. Um, but like, please show up for your mom and your sister at least. And then like that definitely made Natsuo take pause. 
Yeah. And he's like, you're still coming to the dinners. You hate yeah. me. You don't want to see me. Yeah. But do it for them. Don't do it for me. Do it but for you, them. But and you already are doing it for them because yeah. you're still showing up for Fuyumi every time. And actually, right. I need to correct myself because he didn't, he actually said, you're kind too. Yeah. So yeah. he re was vulnerable, was met with a punch in the face, and then was more, vul was more vulnerable and more loving, which I was just like, I don't know what happened. Maybe he did therapy on the side. This is like a huge breakthrough. <laughs> like yeah. I was just like, he was doing some like self work, shadow work, mirror work before this all went down. Like I'm not sure, but it was probably his most parental moment. Like hundred percent. as a parent, but, I but even I, even not so kind of fires back. Like you can't act like a parent now after true. everything that's happened. Like that that's not fair. And that that's kind of what he says at the beginning. It's like you can't. It isn't just a matter of how can you make up for this. It's a matter of you wanting to atone is still kind of selfish because just because that's what you want, that's still about what you want. That's not about what, like, I understand what, I understand exactly what you're saying, Jackie, as someone who's even going through, um, like, I think we've all gone through cases where we've been wronged by somebody. And I think we have an internal component where like, we want to forgive them. We want to be proven uh, we have that little voice in the back of our head that makes it seem like everything is done for malicious purposes, but we want to believe that um, that there is a kindness to everything, that things can be atoned, can be made up for. Uh, and maybe it's because we don't know the full scope of everything that happened. I like the fact that the anime is still, well, they also at this time in the manga too, they, they made it very, very vague. We still don't know what happened with Toya. We don't know exactly how Endeavor contributed to that. But even then, I think the stuff that we see is sort of enough. I don't, I don't think the anime frames. I keep saying the series frames anybody's response as a bad one. I don't think. No, not at all. Yeah. Sister is wrong for just wanting a family. I, I, I don't think uh, Shoto's oldest sister is wrong for just wanting a family. I don't think Natsu is wrong for for openly being openly abrasive but still kind of trying in his own way and i don't think it's wrong for shoto to eventually because you won't this isn't something you forgive overnight eventually letting that kindness show some of it might have to do with age some of it might have to do with uh the, the personal connections they had to toya and how specifically they were wronged um because they but, do point out that natsuo was was closest close to, to, to yeah toya. Fuyumi says, you know, they played together all the time. So that, um, so as far as like the like, Natsuo's relationship to Toya is probably different even than like the other uh, two than Shoto's exactly. because yeah. Shoto, Shoto was sort of taken away, yeah. taken yeah. away, and, and put he off. He probably there. barely knew Toya. He may have barely known him at that point because there had already been, you know, the other children um, by the time he was born. And uh, not Natsu, Natsu brings that up as well because Endeavor says, you know, I wasn't trying to, um, what did he say? Like, sh shun you? I wasn't trying to shun Yeah, that's you a very good point. By separating like, them out. And Natsu was like, what are you talking about? That's what, that's what, Toya, that's what happened. And that's what Toya said all the time. So even if, so, and that's sort of like a, a disagreement over both of their perceptions of things, right? So Endeavor whatever he thought he was doing, he didn't consider it shunning his other children. Whereas the other children definitely felt neglected by their father and, you know, cordoned off from, 
from the chosen Shoto. So regardless of what endeavor, and that this is a lot of things that can lead to abuse. Sometimes abuse isn't intentional. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's, you know, what you're doing and your intentions versus how the people who feel victimized are feel by what you're doing. So whether he, you know, intended to shun his children or neglect them or any of these other things, that's how they felt. And in the end, that's what matters more. His in endeavors intentions matter less than how his children felt by what he did. There, there does come a certain point, I think, um, where, and maybe this is kind of the, the difficult thing that maybe you and me might disagree with on Jackie, where um, there comes a certain point where intention doesn't always uh, correlate to action. And because of that, it, it's a case of what, what excuse could you give to justify the actions? Um, maybe so he... I just, okay. So I just want to <laughs> like interject here. Please, please. I, we're human beings mm -hmm. and I, maybe Lindsay can understand this a little bit better. You're young AJ. So like, no offense, like Lindsay and I have okay. seen some life. That's all I'm going to say. Um, That's fair. you know, like Lindsay is the executive editor of ANN. She's got two kids. Um, you know, like she deals with a lot and like Lindsay, I, I like always praise you for this, but it's like, we're human. There's gotta be a time Lindsay where you're like, ah, you know what I mean? And you're just like, I'm losing it. Like, I, I mean, I don't even deal with half. I don't even deal with like a third of what Lindsay does. And I daily will be like, my roommate will like not wash the dishes. And I'll be like, why are the dishes washed? What the fuck is going on here? And then I'm like, why am I having an outburst like that? You know what I mean? Cause I'm human. You know what I mean? And so all I'm trying to say is like endeavor made a lot of stupid mistakes and he made a lot of them repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly. And it was human. And, and like, unfortunately, like they were really hurtful mistakes and they were a lot, but people make really hurtful, terrible mistakes sometimes. Like, like I, I'm not trying to, like there are people who murder people and then they go to jail and they were like 21 years old and you know, we're in a gang and you know, like, it's just like people make really, really awful, terrible life decisions. And a lot of things like lead up to them. And I'm not saying that like, you know, I think the big, this is what this episode is calling into question is like, how do you atone if you've done so much wrong? And Again, everybody is entitled to their own opinion on this. Like, um, I am a very forgiving person. I don't know why. That's that's the way I am. Like, I, I guess if we categorize people as Shoto and Natsuo, I'm definitely more of a, a Shoto. I would even say go farther and say I'm more than a Shoto. I'm probably more like Deku. I think Deku is probably like the most, like, you probably punch Deku and you'd be like, oh, how did your hand hit my face? I don't know what happened there. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but it's, um, for me, it's like, I, as I've grown older with time, I... I look back and I think on people who I held resentment or anger against and how much it hurt me. Like it just, it hurt me and it held me back. And now when someone wrongs me, I like try to forgive them immediately. And um, 
And it's not, it doesn't always work that way. It, sometimes it takes time to forgive people. Sometimes it takes years, but like, I will tell myself in my heart of hearts, like I'll be like, I'll start being like, how could they do that to me? How could they do that to me? How would someone do that? And then I'll literally be like, forgive them, Jackie, just forgive them forgive them. And like, I literally feel a lightness in my heart. You know what I mean? And maybe the next day I start getting mad again. I'm not quite there. I haven't fully forgive, forgiven, but it's so important to like, keep on striving for that, you know? And um, another great anime here, Fruits Basket, um, Basket, sorry. Um, I was at first like, man, people are really forgiving to keto real easy here. Like girl pushed a girl off a balcony and everybody <laughs> is cool with her now but then her the horse girl was like i'm not okay with this and why is everyone okay with this and like the bull guy was like or cow guy i guess he's a cow i don't call a bull he was like who loki is super hot super and hot super hot yeah a lot, they're all super hot they are they are i know i hate them and i love them <laughs> but, um, but he's like damn you for being so hot. i know i know <laughs> but he tells her you know he's like that's okay like you, you know, like that's okay to not be there yet, you know? So I think like it's, it's important to be forgiving and it's, it's hard to be forgiving to be forgiving is actually being really strong. That requires a lot of strength to be forgiving. I, I mean, like for Deku is actually really strong. Like, because he can say, I forgive you, or I'm not mad at you. And Bakugo, you can have your temper tantrums. Like, it takes a really strong person to just tick that. You know what I mean? And But but then Deku's heart is so pure and so light because he's not held down by resentment or hate or causing himself depression and anxiety by holding on to that stuff. And, you know, it, it's, it's, I just think it's a process, but I, I think that, Shoto would probably get there earlier than Natsuo, but for Natsuo's sake, I hope he gets there. You know what I mean? Because it's like holding on to that resentment for his father is like, it's not going to do anything for it. It's not going to do anything for him. It's not going to do anything for his family. So, I mean, that that's, that's straight up. That that's my stance on it. And I hope that I know you're a lot younger than us because when I was younger, I was a Bakugo, you know, like in I was. In fairness, I think AJ is only like three years younger than us. Yeah. Are you I'm like 28? 28. Yeah. yeah. He's not that, he's not that, well, God, I'm 34. Like he, I said, we I, are old, girl. No kidding. When he said uh, 28, I was like, that's not much older. I'm like 32. And then I was, and then I was like, wait, no, there's more, another two years on there. More than five like, years older than I know. No, believe me, I say the same thing all the time. But I know I look perfect. super young in character. I know. It looks like a baby. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. But anyway, I guess like just, I think that my big question now after seeing that is how is he going to atone? Because I think that I have forgiven people who have wronged me. And like I said, there are days where I have to tell myself, I'll be getting mad at them again. And then I'll be like, you know what? You forgive them. You forgive them, Jackie. Like you forgive them, you know, but it's like, Truly atoning is really, really hard. And I don't, and he has a very, uh, a really arduous, I think, path ahead of him. And I, I don't even really know how he could. I mean, I think off the top of my head, he's got to have a one-on-one -on -one with each of his kids and be like, this is where I messed up. This is where I wronged you. And I'm really, really sorry. And be like genuinely sorry. And I think he did that with Natsu on the surface. I don't even think he did it 
sufficiently enough. You know what I mean? Like he did, it was, yeah, he's going to, and he's going to have to be so compassionate to them all the time because they can get mad at him and they deserve to get mad at him. Like, you know what I mean? They can be, they can be triggered by him and they deserve to be triggered by him. So I'll be honest, him, someone in the chat, I forgot who said that, like, he needs to create distance between them right now. I mean, I could see that argument. Like he needs to, I know AJ baby face. Um, he, maybe he does. Maybe he needs to just give them time to process how they want to deal with him, you know? Um, Cause it seems like f they're all at different stages. They are. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to jump in because um, like you were saying, there's, there's different ways to approach forgiveness. Uh, I, am a possibly against my own will an elephant so uh my <laughs> my memory for being wronged goes back to at least kindergarten i can remember specific instances of like people doing things to upset me all the way and it's it's not healthy but i also am not in control of it entirely i don't know why i remember everything that well i remember everything really really well like this is also extremely useful just for work and remembering <laughs> things from work but it's also the counterpart is that um, you know, Jeremiah Rodman, you really suck. So there you go. That's like second grade. Um, my arms aren't that hairy. Thanks. So there's just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, kids are, kids, are awful. Mean. kids are really mean. But no, yeah, yeah. So just just like laying that up. So, uh, but as a parent, as we brought up, and you know that. That doesn't mean I have probably never hurt my kids' feelings. I know my kids have definitely hurt my feelings. If you ever have children, they will at least once tell you that they hate you for some reason or another. Sometimes it's extremely superficial, like you don't have enough Lucky Charms and they really wanted Lucky Charms that morning for breakfast and they hate you because you forgot to get it at the grocery store. And you'll cry privately because it's the first time your child ever said that to you. And it hurts and they don't understand because they're five. So you don't hold that against them. But yeah. um, as someone... Who uh, I do have two children. I've also been married twice. I haven't really hidden this, but like I, you know, am divorced, and the circumstances of my divorce mirrors in some ways uh, a lot of the situation that we are watching play out now. And personally, um, Endeavor actually choosing to put distance due to uh, his actions and how that hurt his family. I mean, I I think that is probably the best thing for everyone in that situation. That's the decision that I made. I moved from North Carolina back to Washington state. You can't really move farther across the country unless I started in Florida. So yeah, it's just, that's something that I feel like also how this episode hits with different people is gonna depend a lot on who you see as a reflection of yourself based on your own experiences, right? So for me, um, even though they're not as present as a lot of the other characters, I relate very strongly to Ray as far as like her feelings and like what she would be feeling in that particular situation or what would be best for her, what she might want most for her children. That's always like at the forefront of how I'm uh, navigating this, this narrative in particular. Next, next would pro probably be for me, Natsuo, just for this particular situation. I do consider myself pretty, no, my my husband now would say that I'm probably not a super forgiving person, but I try. I think everyone tries, and you know, there there's a scale to it, of course, right? But for for me, like I, I fully understand where Natsuo is coming from. I've seen a person attempt to atone for those sorts of things, like you know, do the do the split, 
do the therapy, get the certificate of completion, um, rebuild, not uh, not have any kind of um, I don't I won't say relapse, but similar behavior apparent for years and years and years. But even um, but once you're the victim of that sort of trauma, you can't ever really, or at least I couldn't ever fully trust that it would never happen again. And when you're responsible for other people like children, um, you have to weigh that sort of situation out. This person appears to be completely better. This person appears like they're never going to do that sort of thing again. Do you trust them unsupervised with your kids? And if you're wrong, can you live with yourself? Because I couldn't. But, you know. That, that, that's understandable. There's this sense that I think it's funny how similar to the siblings in the show, we're all kind of coming here from different uh, different angles. I I don't know who I, re- I might actually surprisingly relate towards Shoto the most. You're um, Shoto, AJ, immediately. As soon as you said, I knew you were gonna say that before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, thought, I didn't think I was that obvious. Um, I grew up most of my life uh, being that very forgiving person. I I always forgave people that wronged me, no matter how strongly they wronged me, because I was more concerned with, I guess there are some parallels, similar to like how Todoroki was tried, um, similar to how Endeavor tried to make Shoto a poster child in a way. Mm. I, I felt myself pushed into that role. I was the oldest sibling. I was the oldest cousin. I, I was like the one with all the... The, the brains and stuff like oh you're gonna you're gonna do great and lead by example and everything yeah potential aj it's a curse yeah but i also <laughs> i also didn't let myself uh fuck up as best as i can which is why i struggle with that sometimes thank you so much for being great bosses guys um yeah. but it is a, there was a downside to that there there was a personal downside to being in my experience to being a bit too forgiving in that I let too many of the wrong people into my life and it got very, very hurt. And now surrounding myself with certain people, it's a case of you don't have to be that trusting. You don't have to be that forgiving. And I get it, but I, I'm still, I'm, I'm kind of wrestling between you guys where it's like, I don't want to forgive just anybody, but I also want to believe that people are worth that forgiveness that people can get better i freaking went when when i first broke up with my ex who was completely in the wrong and destroyed any sense of my mental health i still tried to like get her to understand and get a genuine apology and that never happened but no. i was an idiot for still <laughs> a part and i still think oh i was an idiot for still kind of trying but it's like no i if there was the potential that things could have gotten better, I'm kind of glad that I took it. I'll, I'll always take the path of, I want things to get better. I think that's kind of where Shoto is. I think Shoto is maybe having his own dreams. I'm not saying this because this happens in the manga or anything. I'm like completely speculating. Maybe he's having his own dreams where he he dreams of his mom coming back and having dinner and talking about uh, at the table about all the things they talk about in those letters that he writes to her and endeavors not there and he feels happy and content but he also maybe if he rang the doorbell maybe he wouldn't mind letting him in i i someone i think uh 
Lost, Lost Thief brought up a very good point that Endeavor is the one responsible for all of this and he's taking that responsibility. Uh, and that's that's the first step, honestly. What people do with... He's basically giving them, finally giving them the tools to mend the broken pieces that he made. And he's like, when you're fixed, do whatever you want. I'll be over here. But I'll be over here by myself because... And I think it's also a case of maybe he doesn't trust himself that much yet. Maybe he still thinks that he, he'll hurt somebody again or get someone killed again. So maybe he doesn't want to be at that table. I don't know. I like how it's kept a little ambiguous about that. It's the, the, this series, we complain about the pacing and we complain about how a lot of things don't have a lot of uh, stakes. But I think always since the beginning, the thing that it succeeded at the most has been, I kind of care where you go from here. It's emotions. Yeah. It, it hits it out of the park. I want to, I want to bring up a couple things. I, uh, I think it, you are right to be in the middle. I think most people should be in the middle. Um, I, I hate to, I hate when to be the person to be like, this is my story, but just like to kind of tell you like mm -hmm. my experiences. I used to Whatever be like, a, I used to be like a Bakugo where it was like everything I felt you knew and I kind of like didn't care about what anybody else thought. It was just kind of like, this is how I'm feeling right now. And you're going to have to feel it with me. Like if I'm really angry about this, like I'm angry about it. And I felt all of my emotions to the extreme and everyone knew about it. Like Bakugo won't cry, but I would, you know, I would cry to the max. I would be mad to the max. I'd be like, every emotion was like felt very, very hard, you know? Um, and then my brother passed away um and i i felt a lot of shame and guilt you know like i felt like i was a uh, a bad sister that i had like failed him in some way you know and so i overcorrected and i became i i just stopped i guess trying to show emotion i decided that like i shouldn't let anger take over and like i shouldn't like let sadness take over and i didn't allow myself to feel cuz like i didn't i didn't trust those emotions i thought that they were like very powerful and controlling and I didn't like those emotions, you know? And with time, I realized that like, you have to embrace those emotions. Like those emotions are, they need to be addressed. You can't suppress them, but you also can't let them run out of control. You know what I mean? So it's like you, Shoto is feeling his emotions, not so is feeling his emotions. Fuki, uh, Fukuyumi, is that her Fukuyumi. Fuyumi is feeling her emotions um, and that's good. And they're all processing it differently. You know, like Shoto might be able to forgive a little faster, not so maybe not as quickly. Um, it seems like Fuyumi is already kind of like, Hey, can we get over this? Cause I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just yeah. like, they're all, at, they're all at different levels, but um, my advice to you and I mean, to anybody, and I mean, I'm no uh, Gabber Mate here. Like I'm not an emotional expert or anything, but it's like, you know, you, it's, it's good to feel those emotions. Just don't let them take over. And that's why I really vibe with Bakugo so much because I'm like, I am just an emotional person and a very extreme person. And it's like, I know 
he's on fire all the time. Like literally, you know what I mean? And he's burning, like something is hurting to be like that all the time, you know? And so I want him to be able to get it under control and be able to kind of I mean, experience. And Gina said, when you, you need to start thinking outside of yourself, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. when I was younger, it was just like, how does Jackie feel about all these situations? It's always like, how does Bakugo feel? Bakugo just reacts. It's like when he starts being compassionate and considerate, to be that in touch with your emotions is actually like a huge strength. Like I could see Bakugo becoming like such a great human if he learns how to reel it in. Yeah, for we sure. We did see a bit of that when he was working with the kids who who are kind of like these hyper emotional things. And it's like, hey, you, I get you want to be like the biggest thing in the planet right now, but there's always going to be someone bigger. And that's not always a bad that, that's probably the closest to like a good genuine bit of advice we've seen from him in a while. But it's I, I do want to do a quick aside because you mentioned Genus. There I was wanted a, to bring that up too, but I'll, there, I'll let you Okay, there was a quick throwaway line that's given a little bit more focus in the yeah. manga where um he does let it slip that he did decide on a new hero name. Yeah, he, yes. yeah, he, yeah, he said that in the episode too. Yeah. But yeah. he's like, I'm not telling you. Yeah. He's like, I need to tell someone first. <laughs> yeah. And it was I knew he meant genus. Yeah. It wasn't you know, the, the manga made it a bit more clear that he meant genus because he actually flashes back to when genus was doing his hair and he's like, a hero's name should be something that like inspires people. And I can't wait. I can't wait to know. Right. It's not going to be Lord Murder Explosion Lord, or, or King Murder Explosion. Or I know. I love it. But I liked that moment in the episode because it was like, ah, Baka goes being sentimental. Yeah, I, know. That. I, I wish I know. they focused on it a little bit more because it's literally a throwaway line, and then we cut away. I'm like, no, no, that's supposed to be it's supposed to be a character moment. Fuck. Okay. I know. Yeah. There's just so much going on in that episode. The other thing I wanted to say, AJ, too, was that um it's good that you have your guard up now. It's good to have boundaries, and you should okay. be proud of yourself for that progress. You know what I mean? I was of someone who felt my emotions and like didn't have boundaries with others, had no boundaries with myself. You know what I mean? So I ended up, you know, it, it's crazy. I'm just an emotional person. So I literally am the gamut or I'd let people walk all over me and was a people pleaser. And then was trying to do a song and dance for everybody, make everybody happy all the time. And then at the same time being just like emotional and moody over what Jackie, you know what I mean? So it's like, real feel your emotions like there's nothing wrong with feeling your emotions and but there's nothing wrong with being guarded and having boundaries too i mean we are all young you know what i mean we've all all three of us have had life experiences i jokingly say Lindsay and i are old but really we are young you know what i mean and we're we're really finding out who we are we're really getting in touch with our authentic selves and i think that this is what this anime is all about is like truly finding yourself i mean bakugo yeah. shoto deku even and they, they're endeavor. not even and, and endeavor and endeavor is 43 or 44 45 i think you know it's like it's like mid 40s yeah I'm, I'm not gonna lie i had a conversation with my mom this morning and i was just like you're like mom my, are you watching mha i know i should tell her to watch this yeah <laughs> but but like um you know, and I'm really proud of my mom because she's made great strides and really become like uh, the mother to me that I didn't have when I was growing up. And now she really is like the mother I always wanted, even though it's she's in her 60s and I'm in my 30s, you know. But I was I was kind of like, you know, what what made you decide to come to terms with all of this and like what, what made you? And she was like, I just realized like I'm not invincible anymore. 
And I think that, and like that, like really hit me. And I think that maybe for some reason, Endeavor is feeling that now, especially well, with all these threats. That happened to All Might. All Might was invincible number one hero, and he watched him get, you know, ground down to what he is now. I mean, I still love the character and everything, but he's he's not who he used to be, and that that's inevitable. None none of these, even these characters, all have superpowers, but none of them are, at least that I know of, immortal. So right. And you know, Endeavor is gonna his flame is gonna weaken eventually too, and he's gonna be an old man with arthritis and have to use a walker, and he can't do anything about it. So yeah, Jack, I I loved that point actually about how because I we were always focusing on the kids mm -hmm. about how it's a generational thing and how like the the next generation is gonna be better than the previous one and learns from the mistakes, but really it, at its core level, this is a show about. And I, and I say this, really, it, as soon as you said that, it hit me because that's literally what I'm in the middle of right now. I'm, I'm in the middle of transitioning away from who I used to be into something different. And I don't know what that looks like, but similar to Endeavor, there's going to be awkward pauses. There's going to be uh, moments of uh, himbo where it's like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I can't read. Um, and I have no idea what... I have no idea if the road I'm currently on will lead me to whatever it is to the things that I want. I honestly don't know, but I know it's, but what's important is I know it's better than where I started. Endeavor doesn't know what Endeavor is still figuring out what kind of hero and father he wants to be, but he knows he cannot go back to the, the, the hothead ego driven guy from before or the abusive neglectful father he was before. And I'm not saying like, Oh, that's progress since you're better than you were before. But it's like, it's, I mean, it is, it's, it's getting away from that and being open to whatever that is. Bakugo realizes I'm not the biggest fish in the sea. I, there are going to be people that are better than me and I can always try to be the best, but I have to be open about the fact that I can only do that my way and everyone else is still doing the same. And Deku dealing with a whole slew of stuff that no 15, 15, 16 year old should ever have to deal with. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that is a case of responsibility where I want to be the world's greatest hero. Okay. Well, what does that look like? And before he can even, I don't even think he's at the point where he's deciding who he wants to be. I think he's still fixated in, in this is what I'm meant to do. And I'm, I'm just trying to harness the tools I have, but who knows, maybe there'll come a point where it's like, maybe this isn't a good path either. Maybe this altruism that I have that would make Superman blush isn't good either because look what happened to All Might. He literally, you mentioned burning out. That's exactly what happened to All Might. Up until the last- And not knowing boundaries and not yeah. knowing when to hold back. And now he's put the world in a more dire situation, which is his, his you know, thing to sort through. But yeah, yeah. right. And he's also trying to figure out, well, okay, the role that I devoted my life to is over sooner than I wanted it to be. And, yeah. and ironically, ironically, it always feels like, maybe this is going a bit too far, but considering we literally had an arc tiptoeing around the fact that All Might was going to die soon. Mm -hmm. I think most people like that. And I say this as someone who loved to martyr myself. I think most people like that. Nobody can be All Might, not even All Might. That, that's beautifully put. Yeah, it's, it's I just read that and I was like, that's really good. Um, it's, 
people think that this is this is the one thing that I'm good at. This is the one thing I will devote myself to, and I will just burn out in a blaze of glory, and I won't have to worry about the aftermath. And I'll be remembered. And I'll be remembered. All Might had that moment, but he's still alive now, and he does not know what to do with himself. Endeavor, I think, almost wanted that moment, but instead he needs to deal with the aftermath of, okay, you want to become number one hero. You became the number one hero. Now what? Uh, Bakugo, Bakugo, Deku, and everybody, they're still struggling with... Uh, they're, they're not even at that point or anything, but it, it's interesting to... They can now learn from those mistakes and be like, okay, I can't put all of my eggs into one goal and then burn myself out. I need to... Figuring yourself out takes time. Figuring out what you want out of everything, life, the people you interact with, that takes time. So don't, to any people listening, as I get, as I'm about to get off my soapbox, don't worry. Um, to anybody listening, it's a thing of like, don't uh, slow down a bit. It's don't go out in a blaze of glory. Nobody, nobody, nobody else wants to see you go out as just one thing i think it, i think it's more beautiful and i think i want to see my friends and colleagues and everybody evolve into the various different things that they have the potential to be everyone has more potential than just one thing being the best hero being the best father there there's so much more to it than just that and there's and, this there's this desire socially society-wise socially to, to canonize heroes, right? So it's the idea that you have a hero and um, they become the best at whatever. They, it could be some kind of athletics. It can be, you know, um, writing the perfect poem. It can, it can be all sorts of different avenues. But the idea of becoming famous and like embodying this sort of like perfect thing and then dying before you become irrelevant is sort of like there's... Uh, that's idolized. It's it's glorified, yeah. They, you know, what's that club? Is it the Twenty Seven <laughs> Club? The whole idea that you know these uh, like Kurt Cobain and Diana House, and yeah, that you know they create these am amazing uh, musical movements or or changes in, in music that touch a ton of people, and then you know they die before the music becomes irrelevant, and thus their music is forever connected to them, and they still play Nirvana on the radio, and it's like okay, but when are we going to talk about that Kurt Cobain had a daughter who's had to grow up without him the whole time and that he had a horrible drug addiction and then killed himself. Like that, that whole, that, I mean, that's a much darker take than of course, whatever happened to All Might, but All Might basically, <laughs> I think intended to, you know, he defeat- To he, go out he, in a blaze of glory. He was gonna go out in a blaze of glory. He was gonna defeat one for uh, all for one and, you know, knock knock that, that threat out against humanity. Peace would reign and, but that's not everything cool. would be happy, but that's not everything how it would be works. happy, and everyone would cry sad tears at his memorial. But they'd forever remember him as the one who took out. And now he's life. given that to a kid that was, for the longest time, waiting for a. I think someone in the chat put it best. Poor Midoriya took the chosen one thing a bit too quickly, picked kind of the best and worst person to pass on that legacy to. So yeah. now the question is, will he continue to run with another? He kind of became what I think Endeavor wanted Shoto to be. Yeah. Uh, and just because it's, I guess, more noble 
doesn't necessarily mean that the same thing that happened to them isn't going to happen to Deku, who again has a very strong sense sense of altruism, and it's kind of well that kind of plays into Hawks's philosophy too. Right? Hawks wants to the way that I've interpreted how he's described what he wants, like for hero society at this point is to nullify the need for all of this. You know, we won't, I mean, the story is at a point now where all might has had to retire. Endeavor has taken up the mantle, so to speak. We have a bunch of splinter cell terrorists of about a hundred thousand throughout the country who in four months are, are supposed to descend on Japan and hero society is trying to enlist a bunch of kids to be their superhero child soldiers because they're not prepared enough for it because they never imagined a situation where all might wouldn't just be able to take care of all of this that's Cultural a nightmare dependency. Yeah. that's a nightmare that's terrifying the night the arc we're about to go into is is supposedly like knock on wood because we've been wrong before but not, you know if it's that's not happening next episode. It's, but if, if that's the narrative we're heading towards, yeah. like that's terrifying. It is. And I and I think you that's kind what? of the whole point. Saying. No, 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 no. That that's it. That's all I was saying. Go ahead. I don't want to make any conjectures here. I have this awful feeling that Endeavor is gonna pass yeah. away. Go yeah. out in a blaze of glory. Go out and I, in a blaze and I, of glory. And I and I feel like things will be unresolved, you know. And and I'll be honest, that's the way death is. A lot of things just that should have been said, should have been said, shouldn't have been said, were said. You know, a lot of things like that. And I, I think that's what's getting set up for. And like one other thing that I wanted to say, AJ, is you know we keep on talking about the importance of like forgiveness and forgiving others, but it's also very important to forgive yourself. Um, I think right now, Endeavor is trying to forgive himself, um, and. I was like, I felt bad for Endeavor because I'm like, this guy is so awful because he feels guilt and shame about something. And I, we don't know what it is, but he feels guilt and shame about something and he's projecting it on everybody else. And that, and, and, and typically when someone is mean or, or, or like just, you know, just toxic like that, it's usually because they're feeling guilt and shame about something. So he needs to, he needs to forgive himself too. You know what I mean for being how awful he was, and I think he's he's that's why I think he's trying to create distance as well. Um, but I mean, I think that that it, I just wanted to point out that it's not just forgiving others, it's also like we're human, and you know, like your kid's gonna yell at you about lucky charms, I'm gonna yell at my roommate about uh, uh dishes for no reason when I'm really <laughs> mad about like losing out on a job or something, you know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like, and then. I think we all know when we do something like that, we don't feel good about it. We don't feel good after we like make a bad decision or a bad action, you know, but like if you harbor, it's just like harboring hatred for someone. If you harbor that hatred for yourself, that's only going to hurt you and others as well. You know, I think that's everyone hates endeavor like so much and I, he hates himself. He, Effing hates himself. How could you? But it be took so him a mean? while to figure out that he's supposed. Like, I think it took him a while to 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 get to put that, that together. Oh yeah, yeah. to put together. Like, he, maybe I, I'm a bat. Maybe I'm the bad guy. But the I'm, thing I'm is, thinking of the. I'm thinking of that Simpsons meme of the principal where he's where only it would be Endeavor, and he's like, 
is my entire family like my entire family hates me if i done something wrong no it is the family that is wrong like that yeah. is like kind of where he was for a while a hundred percent but uh, he did getting, make progress he did 100%. make progress episode, for sure yeah and but we'll, it's yeah, yeah oh, go sorry ahead. go ahead no i'm just was like i the big question i think we're all left with is how is he going to atone and i have a really bad feeling that like a lot of i think there's just gonna be a lot of loose ends as far as because of what we're heading into yeah i yeah. did want to talk before we wrapped up about what we saw in the preview, AJ, and like it looks like we're we're meeting back up with. Remind me of who remembers Smoke Guy's name? Oh, Cody uh, Giri. Oh, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. I wrote that down. Yeah, I was like, we haven't seen him. Yeah. In, so, what was it like the first season? So he was uh, season two. He was, was it season two. Okay. Remember when they? Uh, <laughs> During that raid, when they captured, when they, Bakugo, uh, right? Where, yeah, where they were going to get Bakugo, he was captured there. Yeah, so and they've been, been holding in, him ever since. Yeah, he's been in jail for a little, uh, a, a while, and it looks like Hawks is gonna have it. No, Aizawa and Present Mike are being oh, called Aizawa. in specifically to talk to him because there's some. They say this a bit in the preview, but it's like. Something about the he'll only talk to you guys, or Which there's a connection weird. with you guys. It's like I don't think you guys have ever met before. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, I don't think there's been a pre-established relationship between him. He was just the you know smoky bartender, and Aizawa oh. is you know the kids' teacher, and present Mike is I don't know Aizawa's boyfriend or something. I don't really. <laughs> they're they're together a lot. They they a lot. They. By the way, how is that interrogation going to go down? present mike's just gonna be like screaming the whole time and i was just gonna be sitting there like i'm just That's like how, yeah i'm just like how is that gonna go down i have no idea yeah hmm. but but um adrian does that at least lead into the arc that we this made? is okay without giving too much away this is the last thing literally the last thing that everybody else can know before we transition into the the let, let me let me put it this way, um, without giving too much away. Endeavor knows information. Nobody else knows that information. Are you talking about the information that Hawks gave him or different information? No, no, the, the information that Hawks gave him. Okay, right. How right. is everyone else going to get that information? Oh, That's all I'm saying for now. Yeah, I mean, other than Endeavor telling them. But that's that that's true, but, but also the hero happy. agency is like deliberately not saying anything. Like Hawks needed to go to Endeavor to be like, read this because yeah. people are keeping shit from you. Yeah, uh, and and I think one of the one of the points that um, Leo brought up in the video that we put up on the YouTube channel about the MHA about the Liberation Army, um, we don't know everyone that is in uh, the Meta Liberation Army. We do know that there are I mean, some registered besides, heroes. Yes. in that army so there's a risk of endeavor like divulging the information he's gotten from hawks exactly to the wrong person and that would immediately you know let the metal liberation army know that they know the plan and that would also possibly you know put hawks in danger if the wrong person found out that endeavor got the information because he and endeavor are you know they hang out so yeah <laughs> they're friends guys they're friends friends best friends forever but yeah so um we'll we'll see i genuinely have no idea what is going on we have about 
we're taking a break next week. We are taking a break next week. Good point. I should have said that at the top of the show. There will not be um, an after show next week because there will be no MHA next week. You can blame the Olympics. Yay. Uh, why is it still yeah. happening? Uh, <laughs> Lots of thoughts about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but as far as after that, we have six episodes left yeah. of this season. And what happens in those remaining six episodes? Uh, is it seven? I thought it was six. Um because we're on episode, this was episode uh, 18. Oh, internal. Okay. Internal and to the season. So 19, I can count 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Seven if it's 25. Uh, eight I'm, if, it, I'm eight checking, if it's 26. 26 is sometimes. 25, 26. I'm checking right now. I yeah. think it's, how many I think it's 25 episodes. So if this is 18, after this, we have seven. Okay. Okay. So seven episodes left over after this one. So uh, we will know by September what the hell is going on with everything. Oh, yeah. so crud. We've only got like a month left into the season, guys. I know. I know. And then we'll have to figure out what to do next. Um, Spoiler, yeah. it's Jujutsu Kaisen. But yes. Yeah. I guess that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I want to thank Jackie and AJ for coming onto the show again this week. I hope everyone enjoyed uh, our our conversation, deep, in, our deep deep dive into introspection. Yeah, Yay. introspection to the Todoroki family. Um, I want to remind everyone again to sign up for our newsletter at www.aminewsnetwork.com slash newsletter. Head over to kimonomerch.com to get our merchandise. And hey, if you're going to be at Otakon um, this weekend because you're fully vaccinated and wearing a mask the whole time, you are welcome to wave to me because I will be there as well. I'll also be at random DC tourist sites because I've never been to Washington, DC. So I'm going to go see Giant Lincoln and, uh, you know, see if he's got like secret stuff hidden in his foot. <laughs> Try and pull a Nicolas Cage, you know. I don't know no why more. I thought of Night at the Museum for some reason. Yeah. Do what I do. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Smithsonian too. Maybe hide in, you know, one of the rooms and try and stay overnight, see what happens. All right. Don't tell anyone. No one alert the police or anything. I'm just going to be up to shenanigans. All right. But uh, yeah, thank you everybody again. And we'll see you not next week, but the week after. Have a Bye. great Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> right in the nick of time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.